Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Lightning Insider Podcast, the Game Cap, Game Recap edition, if you will. I am Eric Rowlandson from LightningInsider.com, coming to you after Tampa Bay's victory against the Carolina Hurricanes. A 3-1 to result in the fourth of four consecutive meetings between Carolina and Tampa Bay. The Lightning end up winning three of the four games, and boy, what a different feeling this team has right now heading into Saturday's game against Dallas compared to where things sat last Saturday after that 4 nothing loss uh, in Carolina that opened this four-game set. Alex and Devel... I'll spit this out right. Nedeljkovic um, pitched the shutout against Tampa Bay. And uh, as a second straight game, Tampa Bay failed to score a goal against these Hurricanes. And you just had a, a sense of what's going on here. Right, like Carolina's a good team. Let's not dismiss anything that Carolina was able to do in these four games. But, uh, you know, you're sitting here in a season in which every single game is a four-point game, and you lose that first one to Carolina. You haven't scored a goal on them in 124 minutes uh, or, you know, whatever it was uh, heading into um, Monday's game. And then to sit here five days later... As we're discussing this, having won three of those four games, what a swing in the standings that is. As we, you know, with every game, four points. Tampa Bay actually ended up gaining four points on the Hurricanes through these games. And that's what the difference is. Had Tampa Bay lost the game, well, now we're talking an even split, right? Like nobody gains any ground. But you end up winning three of the four. That's an eight-point swing. If Tampa Bay had lost three of the four games, that's an eight-game swing, eight-point swing. So you can see how important these stretches are for teams when you're facing the other top teams in your division. And Carolina, in my opinion, from what we've seen so far, and, and no knock on the Florida Panthers, Carolina's the second-best team in this division behind Tampa Bay. I don't think there's much question you're going to get from that. They're deep. They're fast. They're tenacious. They're in your face. They have skill with guys like Sebastian Ajo and Vincent Trocek, Andrei Sveshnikov. It's a good team over there. And I'm pretty sure this is not going to be the last four-game series or four-plus game series you're going to see between these two two teams this year. I'd, I'd fully expect that these two teams, being the best two in the division, there's a good chance you'll see them face off in whatever we're going to call the Central Division Final, I guess, is what will determine it. But what a difference it makes. 
Curtis McElhaney is the biggest reason Tampa Bay won this game. Let's face it, this was not the Lightning's best effort. It, it wasn't. And whether Carolina had anything to do with that, and they did, there's no doubt about it. There's always another team on the ice. So no matter how much you want to pick apart the game of the team it is that you follow, let's always remember it's a pretty good team over on the other side of the ice. And the Hurricanes had lamented their starts, particularly in the last two games of this series, going back to Monday night in Carolina where the Lightning were all over the Hurricanes even though Carolina ended up with a one nothing lead coming out of that game, it was Tampa Bay that had the better run of the play in that first period. And then on Wednesday in the 5 o'clock start, uh, again, the Lightning had the better run of the play. They opened up a two-goal lead in the first period, and, and they go on to win the game 3 nothing. So they really, the Hurricanes, really were talking about their starts and how they had to start better in tonight's game, and they did. They were easily the better team. They were generating more chances than Tampa Bay. They came out with a purpose. Just as Tampa Bay did in Monday's game, the Lightning came out with a purpose in Monday's game. They didn't get the first goal. They deserved it, but they didn't get it. But they came out roaring, just as Carolina did tonight. Of course, Carolina ends up getting the first goal, the deserved first goal on a two-on-one play. Defenseman Brett Pesci jumping in and finishing it off to give Carolina a 1-0 lead late in the first period. Uh, but it easily could have been 2 or 3 nothing in that game because Curtis McElhaney was that good. It, it, it's always interesting. I, I field a lot of questions sometimes about the difference a team plays in front of the starting goaltender compared to the backup goaltender. And the team does not play any different. They don't. I, I know, if anything, they play more protective of the backup goaltender. Not like Tampa Bay played tonight. Not like Tampa Bay played in McElhaney's previous start a week ago Monday against the Florida Panthers. Now, McElhaney would be the first one to tell you he wasn't very good in that game against Florida either. But his team didn't help him out. There were a ton of costly, costly turnovers that led to those goals that Florida scored in that 6-4 game a week and a half ago. But they didn't play well in front of them tonight. And not, not that the turnovers were as egregious or as uh, plentiful as they were in that game against Florida. They were there. They gave up more odd man rushes than we're usually used to seeing. But McElhaney was outstanding tonight. And I was on a, a, a show earlier in the day where the question was asked, boy, this feels like a game where Curtis McElhaney has to show something or the Lightning going to have to start looking at their, their goaltending situation. And, and I didn't agree with that question. I still don't agree with the question. Because this is where you have to give so much credit to McElhaney. Let's not forget, he hadn't started a game in 11 months before he got that first start in Nashville Nashville earlier this month. And the team did protect him in that game. If I remember right, I think Nashville only had 12 shots on goal through the first two periods. And then they put some pressure on in the third, and McElhaney was good in the third period of that game. But let's remember, 
11 months between starts. He spent 14 days on the league's COVID protocol list. Going all the way back, he was put on that list on January the 16th and did not come off of it until January the 29th. So that is two weeks where he's not able to touch the ice. He's not able to touch a puck. He's not able to do anything except for whatever workouts he's able to do in his home. So tack on the 11-month gap between games. Tack on the two months or two weeks he's not even allowed to be on the ice. He can't he can't replicate anything. So you want to talk about game action and anything you can do to replicate a situation for a goalie in practice. You can't do it. So let's give a lot of credit to Curtis McElhaney for the job that he's done. His numbers sometimes don't match his play. They don't live up to the actual way he's playing. Now let's think back to a game that Tampa Bay played in New Jersey last year when everything was normal. Just before they went to Sweden, he gave up. I think they gave up five goals in that game against Jersey. I think Tampa Bay ended up winning that game 6-5 in overtime. But he gave up five goals in that game, and he could have been the first star. That's how good he was. Because, again, his team didn't give him a lot of help in front. But he saved their bacon in the third period. I remember that game specifically. So those are the type of games that he comes up with. So he was rewarded tonight in a game where... Tampa Bay probably didn't deserve to win. Carolina was the better team in this game. But when you have a goalie who's going to make saves, as McElhaney did, you're always going to be in games. And the Lightning got just enough offense to pick him up and give him the victory. Mikhail Sergachev with his first goal of the season coming off a, a clean face-off win by Braden Point, one of the few offensive zone face-offs that the Lightning won tonight. They were terrible for the most part in the face-off circle, but that's the importance that face-offs can be. Point wins it clean back to Mikhail Sergachev. He's able to wheel down the right side boards, cut in towards the front of the net, and lift a forehand through the arm of James Reimer that tied the game, and that's a huge goal Obviously, I'm stating the obvious there. And it ties the game at a point where Carolina felt that they deserve better. And they probably did. And yet, it's a 1-1 game. It's a 1-1 game against the defending Stanley Cup champions, a team that has this championship pedigree now, this understanding when you have games like you did tonight where you're not at your best – John Cooper even called it a subpar effort. And, and not effort's not the right word. A subpar game. You can still find ways to win. And that's what they did. Because it's a 1-1 game after two periods. And at that point, it doesn't matter how the first two periods When It's a tie game going to third period. Win a period, win a game. That's the motto, right? No matter how poorly you played through the first 40 minutes... If you can go out and win one period, you're going to win the game. And they did. You give a lot of credit to the penalty kill in this game as well. Of course, your best penalty killer is always your goaltender. But there was a, a penalty kill 
in the third period, sorry, in the second period, where the Lightning had to hold the Hurricanes off with the puck inside Tampa Bay's zone for, I got to go back and look for sure, but it, it, it felt like the entire two minutes or almost the entire two minutes was spent in the offensive zone. And during that time, Blake Coleman lost his stick. His stick broke. So you're a tired team, and you can tell that they were wearing down. You've got a player who doesn't have his stick, and there were a couple of opportunities during that stretch that had Coleman been able to use his stick, they would have cleared the puck out of the zone. But alas, he doesn't have it. And the Lightning survive by blocking shots. And it kind of sums up, like that entire sequence probably sums up best what John Cooper said after the game, is that sometimes you have to game things out. Your gamesmanship. Your chutzpah, if you will. That's what Tampa Bay did. And that, that stretch on the PK there probably epitomizes just how this game went. Things weren't going your way. Things weren't working as well as you're used to them working. And yet they found a way to kill the penalty. And then they went out and found a way to to win the game. And it starts in the defensive zone. Curtis McElhaney makes a save. Victor Hedman picks up the rebound. Long stretch pass to Yanni Gord who collects the puck just outside the Carolina blue line and steps into a shot from the top of the right circle that beats James Reimer to the far post. Fifth goal of the year for Yanni Gord. And all of a sudden now, the Lightning are up 2-1. The penalty kill had to come up again with another kill late in the game, but that's, that's the gamesmanship. The ability to game things out when they're not going your way And that's what Tampa Bay did in this game. Doesn't have to be a Picasso to steal a cliche. Doesn't have to be pretty. And at the end of the day, it's two points. And you're going to look back towards the end of the season, depending on where things stand, what the standings look like, whatever. You're not going to remember, most likely, the manner in which Tampa Bay picked up these two points, you're just going to remember that they picked up two points. And in this unusual season, when you play the same opponent four games in a row, it feels like a playoff series. Monday's game felt like a playoff game. I think in some ways, so did Wednesday's. Not so much tonight. But when you play a team four straight times, and you can win three of those four, after losing the first one, that's not easy. And, and this team has done it before. I mean, remember they lost game one of the Bruins in the second round last year. Had to win game two in overtime after giving up the lead late in the third period. Found a way to win that game and go on to win the next three. So they won four straight against the Bruins after losing game one. It's not unprecedented. But it's also not easy. And it's not easy during the regular season. It's, you can be a lot more hyper-focused in a postseason situation than in a regular season. 
right? It's easy to kind of sit back and say, yeah, you know what? Worst case scenario, we split these two games. Everybody kind of shakes their hands and, okay, let's move on to the next one. That's the difference between a regular season situation like this and the, and the postseason. So here they sit. When, when they lost that game on Saturday to Carolina, and some of the, the time off plays into this a little bit. Remember, they got the games canceled against the Dallas Stars. Didn't play last Thursday. Had the game suddenly changed to, to Saturday against Carolina. It dropped them from first in the Central Division down to fourth on points. So all of a sudden now they're looking up at Chicago, at Carolina, at Florida. And Florida and Carolina had just come off a game earlier in the week that went to overtime. Carolina beat Chicago on a Friday night. So these other teams are sitting there munching points while Tampa Bay is idle, and then you lose the game against Carolina, now you've gone a week, more than a week, without picking up any points in the standings. And yet, lo and behold, Tampa Bay finds itself in second place right now. And honestly, it took a, 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 a three-goal third-period rally by the Florida Panthers, who beat Dallas on Thursday to prevent Tampa Bay from leapfrogging the Panthers and being back in first place. So as we talk, they're sitting in second place right now. But what a difference just five days can make in this season when you're going to win three straight against a divisional opponent, against a good divisional opponent, and pick up six points in the standings. Again, I'm going to keep harping on this, and you're going to hear me say it quite a bit. That's, That's a huge swing in the standings. That's six points that Tampa Bay gained and six points that they did not allow Carolina to pick up. So, yes, that is a 12-point swing in the standings. And it's a credit to this team when they're not at their best. And clearly, they were not at their best on Thursday to find a way to win a game like that. And you do it without Eric Chernak for all of the third period in the final seven-plus minutes of the second period. He took what I believe was a shot. i got to go back and look at the tape, so I'm sure somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. But he took a puck off somewhere and was in some discomfort as he made his way back to the bench. And this came actually during a penalty kill. Surprise, there were a ton of those. Nine combined power play opportunities. I think ten, actually ten combined power play opportunities between the teams. But he stayed on the bench for a little bit before he went down the tunnel and did not return. And the team later came out and said that he did not return due to an upper body injury he sustained. Which, I can't tell you how big of a loss that is. This is a team that's weak on right-handed shot defense. Eric Chernak is by far their best right-handed shot defenseman. And if he's going to miss any significant amount of time, that's a huge loss. Remember, he, he missed two games earlier this year, also with an upper body injury. 
and I might be wrong. I, this is what happens when I don't have things in front of me. The old, the old memory is not what it used to be these days. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure he missed a game, two games earlier in the year with an upper body injury. So now here he is again missing time. John Cooper did not have an update after the game. Maybe by the time you listen to this, maybe there's a further update. I don't know. But as this uh, conversation is taking place, n- no idea what amount of time, if any amount of time, Eric Chernak's going to miss. But I'm telling you, don't underestimate what his loss is going to mean, what his lack of presence in this lineup can do. Because he takes on heavy minutes. He takes on penalty kill minutes. And they just don't have anybody in the organization that can do what Eric Chernak does on the right side of the defense. Yes, you can move Mikhail Sergachev up. As we've seen, he's played on the right side quite a bit, actually, in the last couple of games. Taking a lot of shifts with Victor Hedman uh, in particular. So you can move him to the right side, and that's probably what they'll end up doing. But your other two options on the right side... Luke Shen, who just cleared waivers and was placed on the taxi squad. He is available. All they have to do is just activate him. There's no no big deal there in terms of getting Luke Shen back onto the active roster. And then you have Cal Foote. And then you've got Andreas Borgman, who has not played a game at all this season. He has a left shot defense. I don't know if he can play the right side. That's a possibility if they want to give him a look. He's been with the team since the start of training camp. He's been on this taxi squad since the start of the season. So I don't know if that's an option for Tampa Bay or not. But if he misses any significant time, if Chernak misses any significant time, that's a blow. There's no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, a, a very gutty win. I keep saying gamesmanship because that's the term that John Cooper used after the game. Let's face it, it's a gutty win. They gutted this one out when they weren't at their best. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. They will have a day off on Friday. They'll be back at it on Saturday. We'll finally, finally, maybe, probably get the Stanley Cup rematch between these two teams. Remember the first two games that were scheduled to be in Tampa back in January postponed due to a COVID outbreak that the Stars had. They lost their first four games of the season, had to be rescheduled. And then, of course, the devastating weather situation in the state of Texas last week that forced the Stars to postpone four more games. And that include, included the two games that Tampa Bay was supposed to play in Dallas that have been reshuffled. So Saturday at 7 p.m., back at Amelie Arena, the Dallas Stars will be in town. We'll see what kind of performance that Tampa Bay can put forth because Dallas is not going to be happy with themselves. They shut Florida out on Wednesday, had the Panthers shut out for two periods on Thursday. We're leading that game 2-0. They give up three late goals Florida steals that victory from them. They're not going to be happy. The Stars will not be happy coming to town on Saturday with the way they played. You've got two straight here against Dallas. Remember, Monday's game was originally supposed to take place in Tampa Bay at Amelie Arena. That game has been moved. 
The two teams will play on Tuesday in Dallas. That'll be an 8.30 start on, in, uh, in Dallas on Tuesday. Uh, but the first of this little two-game set will be on Saturday against the Stars, and we'll see what kind of effort Tampa Bay can put forth. Again, the effort is like effort has this connotation that well, they just they just look lazy. That that's not the type of effort I'm saying here. What kind of a game can they put together? That's what I'm trying to say. What kind of a game can they put together after having, let's face it, not their best efforts, not but yet winning. You know, you hear John Cooper use the phrase quite a bit, process over result. Well, the process wasn't very good tonight, but they got the result, and I'm sure that's going to be hammered home heading into Saturday's game. Make sure your process is better so you get the deserved result. Right? Like it's it's a winning style of hockey. Might not always get the win, but it's a winning style. And that's what Tampa Bay has to do on Saturday in the first meeting between these two teams since they met in the Stanley Cup final back at the end of September. Of course, the Lightning won that series in six games. All right, that's going to wrap up this recap, this game recap edition of the Lightning Insider uh, podcast. Make sure you check out lightninginsider.com for my five talking points coming out of this game. We're going to talk about special teams. We're going to talk a little bit more in depth about Curtis McElhaney and what he was able to do. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about the Eric Chernak situation. I I mentioned some of it here. Uh, We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, So check out the five uh, talking points from this game. Again, lightninginsider.com is where you can find that. Uh, Make sure you check out my friends at Manscaped. Manscaped Manscaped.com. If you use the keyword BOLTS, you'll get 20% off your order plus free shipping. So make sure you go to Manscaped.com. Use that keyword BOLTS. You'll get 20% off any order you have, whether it's the lawnmower, whether it's the weed whacker, whether it's the cologne, whether it's the, uh, I, I got to tell you, their, their boxers are very comfortable. They're probably the most comfortable I've ever worn. So if you're interested in that, they got a great deal on, on boxers. Uh, so check those out again. Manscaped.com. Use the keyword BOLTS. You get 20% off any order plus free shipping. Uh, I'll see if we'll, we'll do, we'll see what the reaction is, how people like these, um, these post game recap podcasts. A little bit shorter than what we usually do, uh, what I usually do with Greg Linelli. If there's a good reaction, I'll keep doing them. Let me know. Give, give the podcast a five star review. That, that'll tell me that you like what this is. Send me an email. Give me feedback. EricaLightningInsider.com Let me know what you think of these. We'll, we'll see if we can continue them. Um, if that's the case, I'll have another one for you on Saturday after the game. Myself and Greg Lanelli will be back with a, another, a new podcast with the two of us on Sunday. So look for that late Sunday or early Monday to drop as well. So we have that scheduled. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday morning, I will be on with Greg and Dave Mishkin on Lightning Power Play on Power Lunch between 12 and 1. You can find that on the iHeart app. Just search for Lightning Power Play. Uh, so that, again, it'll be between 12 and 1 o'clock is that show. Uh, so, again, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you are reviewing it. Make sure you're sharing it. Hit the five-star reviews. They mean so much. Hope you enjoy this. Be back with you again soon.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.